We are live. Do you think when someone finds hundreds of thousands of dollars in the wall of Joel Osteen's house, when they look at him, he just like points up like, ah, I've been telling you, <laughs> Jesus, when, when you believe in Christ, this, ha- this, ha- this shit happens every day. I got to tell you, I'm finding money in the walls all the time. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. That guy, <laughs> that guy is the biggest scam in the world. A fucking crook. Definitely. I don't know anything about it. I just saw uh, a plumber was working on Joel Osteen's house and found like 350 grand in the walls and checks and shit. Jesus. And I guess there. this is after uh, years ago, there was a, a burglary at his church. Again, I've done, uh, I've read headlines. I know nothing about this story, mm. but they were saying that like uh, 600 grand was stolen from his church. And it was so they think it's just a fucking scheme. <laughs> uh, how much money do you need, really? Yeah, right. That's a that's a lot. Like he he he. What's he worth? Like half a billion? I should have gone to see him when we were in Houston. <laughs> oh, that's right. He has an arena, right? His church is missed an opportunity. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah. Well, a Christmas miracle. I'd be more interested in the people attending. Yeah, because they're just suckers. <laughs> of they got to all be uh, uh, retired, I'd imagine. You'd have to, like, to get that much, to be selling out stadiums, it would have to be Christ himself. No kidding. It seems, <laughs> look, why, what's so special about this one guy? <laughs> I don't know. And all, he hey. does, like, nor- all the normal shit, right? Like, God is good, you know, give me money so I can afford this stadium. Be great if you want. He's like, it's all bullshit. (laughs) Church has been scamming you for years. This guy's saying some interesting things. I'd go to that. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, welcome everybody to uh, the Blind Mike Project. Mm. Um, You know what else I forgot to mention? I've been meaning to talk about this for weeks now, and I keep forgetting about it. I saw, did I tell you I saw that King Richard movie? Will Smith's movie about uh, the Williams sisters? You mentioned it like in passing. It is. Boy, is it a piece of dog shit. Really? I mean, in le- I cannot imagine this is a true story. First of all, the Williams sisters are producing it. Mm-hmm. But my first question is, uh, you have two very, very successful black women. Right. Top of their field. Rise to prominence to the point where they've transcended tennis. Like the Williams sisters are... You know, pop culture icons in a sport where that doesn't happen ever. No. You know, with, I mean, Andre Agassi and fucking McEnroe, I guess. Like, there's rare exceptions. Pete Sampras. Yeah. And even that is not, they, like, they're not as popular as the Williams sisters, I don't think. Rafael Nadal probably is. So you have that story. <laughs> and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about the guy that raised them? <laughs> We're more interested in him. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't a documentary. It was an actual movie. And it was, I mean, it's, I would say it's obviously biased, but that's not fair because they don't make the guy look that good. (laughs) (laughs) They make him look like a shyster that got lucky. Like at every turn, uh, Will Smith's character, Richard Williams, this Richard Williams guy is, uh, and you know, they're, they're financially strapped. They, they come, I didn't know the Williams sisters were from, uh, Compton. Yep. And so uh, Richard Williams finds his way to, you know, finagle so that not one, 
but at different points in their lives, two of the greatest tennis coaches on the planet coach his daughters for free. Mm-hmm. Like these guys work with uh, Sampras, Agassi, McEnroe, uh, Jennifer Capriotti. Like they're the best of the best. And Richard Williams negotiates so that for free, they just <laughs> coach his daughters. And sure. then the second guy is such a sucker that he moves the entire family down to Florida, gets them a house, gets them a car, everything they need. He pays for everything just for like 15% of future earnings. And Richard Williams still fucks with this guy. <laughs> They're like, Hey, he's like, Hey man, like we got to get these girls uh, back in, in tournament play. And he's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And they're like, God damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. You're really fucking us here. Like everyone does this. And he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> Moral of the story, though, if you look at him, you look at Earl Woods. If your kid shows any interest in a sport, beat the shit out of them until they're good at it. No. Well, that's the other interesting thing is they didn't have he's not a a bad guy in the movie, which I wonder about. <laughs> he's got to be because I feel like you got to be to produce like robots like that as, as athletes. There's got to be a little, you know. Or to convince hand, something, <laughs> or to convince top tier coaches to do it for free. Yeah, who knows what the fuck he's doing? Now I will say the second guy got fifteen percent of future earnings, so he was at least a good negotiator. Jesus, that that but paid then, off. Like, there's a point where they get offered. Um, I think like Adidas offers Venus Williams millions of dollars, and Richard Williams again is like, "No, we decline." <laughs> and the guy is like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> they did throw a good line in there though Like they were arguing in front of the house And the coach is walking away He goes, nice house by the way, who paid for that? And I was like, I want a movie about this guy Yeah, no shit <laughs> Richard Williams, the luckiest man in America Even like the wife in the movie Is like, Richard Why are you doing this shit without telling me? Like, what's, what's wrong with you? Does the mom play a factor at all? Very minimal Hmm yeah, so it's always the case, isn't it? Yeah, so that's my beef with uh, King Richard. Is it's a, it seems like a bit of a fantasy tale. Oh, and then the, it ends with a essentially a tennis match in its entirety. Ugh, it's two and a half hours long. Like the last half hour is uh, Venus Williams versus the number one player in the world at that time. See, that's like uh, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Why the fuck did it's you like, make it? But not only that, this doesn't need to be as long as The Godfather. <laughs> oh, you know? no, really? You know, the life of Richard Williams uh, is not as necessary as the rise of Michael Corleone. <laughs> was it really like three hours? It was two and a half, Ugh. which is very long for that kind of a movie. I think uh, I think Godfather was 245, so it's not far off. Yeah, but that's my uh, that's my skewering of King Richard. Seems terrible. And I want to talk about another uh, uh, piece of entertainment in a moment. But first, first of all, did we talk about um, Cullinane's review of Quantum Week at all? Uh, briefly. We said... Uh, uh, was that on air? No, I forget. Yeah. Oh, it was? Okay. Well, I won't uh, crucify him again, but it didn't make all... So <laughs> Cullinane's big problem. Our boys uh, at uh, two, ru- two Tours are back. I almost did it again. Two rusty. Two rusty. <laughs> Our guys at twotours.com are back. And uh, after the Quantum, I guess the Quantum Week guys did a, a live read at their live show for Two Tours. Uh, that's why it came out on the free feed. And and Cullinane was like, 
why? Why are they doing this ad read? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. They probably got sponsored by two tours. I don't. What is the problem with that? I don't understand it. <laughs> it's very strange. I like how upset he gets. But anyways, all of that to say that uh, our guys at twotours.com are back. Use code Mike. That's my name. M-I-K-E. At checkout to save 15% now for this holiday season and free shipping. 15% and free shipping. You're getting these things for basically nothing. Um, and they got a bunch of new stuff now as well. They got uh, the candy bars, cereal bars, moon rocks, which they're sending me. So I'll give you a full report on that. A uh, bunch of new stuff as well as uh, the old staples. Uh, flour, the uh, um, uh, the gummies, the cartridges, all of that at twotours.com. And if you're wondering, Mike, how can they send us weed? <laughs> How can they ship it to us? It doesn't make any sense. It's not federally legalized. Oh, stop right there, my fed friend. Federally legalized hemp is uh, what they use at twotours.com. So they can ship it anywhere in this great nation. Um, they're out of uh, Middle Tennessee. So if you're in the area, stop by their retail location. But uh, for most of us, make sure you go to twotours.com. Use code Mike to save 15% and get free shipping. Um, they're doing big things there, two tours also. They've got a, uh, they built a research lab right next to their location, and they're going to have a, a live stream at the end of the month of uh, the project that they're working on. So I think they're doing some cool things down there at two tours. So support the people that support this show, for God's sake. Our boys at twotours.com, code Mike at checkout. Um, speaking of uh, indulging in some, Cannabis product. Seth, you know, Seth Rogen, uh, <laughs> it's sad now because he's a guy in his 40s. Mm. And like to remind you he's cool now, he's still like, but I smoke weed now. <laughs> I might be an old cornball, but remember, kids? <laughs> I don't I don't get the benefit. Like he has to see his uh, his career downward to tra- uh, trajectory. And it probably I don't think he cares. He's so established that he's never going to be broke. Right. You know, unless there's some sort of Madoff scheme or something. Like, the guy's never going to go broke. Um, he's always going to get work because he's, you know, that's the hilarious thing about a lot of these celebrities is, like, if you want to talk about white privilege or just privilege in general, whatever that is, like, Seth Rogen has that. Mm-hmm. He will never not get his movies made now because he's established, he is you a, know? He is a Jew, so he's got something. Oh, don't, you white supremacist fuck. I won't allow that on my program. Right, right. You are a white supremacist now for that statement. <laughs> and with no exaggeration. Apparently, that's all it takes. I know. Um, so bring up uh, with Seth Rogen. Apparently, Seth Rogen has a new show on HBO Max called Santa Inc. or Santa Incorporated. Oh, that's not a movie? I believe it's a show. Oh, God. I have not watched it. I have watched the trailer, which we'll get to. So this is which a, Craig loves. I like I said, I watched ten seconds and said Craig I said could, it looked like a five star program. Not, so we'll get to that. Not what I said. Uh, so his tweet. He's so playful, this guy. His his tweet is in response to getting two percent from the audience on uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Which hey, we'll watch the trailer. Clearly, they're lying. <laughs> They are liars. Seth Rogen tweets out, we really pissed off tens of thousands of white supremacists with our new show, Santa Inc., which is now available on HBO Max. 
Please read the responses to this tweet for confirmation. Yeah, and I guess he's been tweeting stuff like that. Like when he dropped the trailer, he's like, uh, well, the trailer did what it was meant to do. Pissed off white supremacists. There's a lot of minifans in the response, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> Kirk's hot chocolate. Why does he think white supremacists in particular are mad about this? I don't get the connection. <laughs> Exactly. That's the perfect response. <laughs> because so it's an interesting point, because my first thought was clearly this is a movie about race. Which I guess it kind of is. Did you watch it yet? No, no, no. I just based on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give away. They give away a lot in the trailer. OK, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so based on the trailer and I, again, I could be wrong that maybe the trailer was uh, poorly edited, but it seems like it is kind of about race, which makes the casting choices very bizarre to me. Mm. So let's give the old trailer a watch and see what uh, all these white supremacists are so mad about. Because if you don't like a Seth Rogen movie, clearly, if you didn't like uh, the guilt trip with uh, Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen, clearly you're a white supremacist. Yeah, let me know if this echoes. I've been trying to fix it. When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day. And that day is Christmas. And we are the magic behind that day. So let's get these fucking kids some fucking presents. May I present the hardest working man in snowbiz? Good golly, he's jolly. Our own. Part, pause for a second. You said you only watched it like this much? I didn't get this far. <laughs> so what? What about the early part of this trailer made you say I would like this? No, I, I was. It was more along the lines of an adult uh, take on a Christmas story. I Bring it re- back to the beginning, and I want to. Before we get into the Seth Rogen angle of this, I want to dissect what Craig loved so much about this trailer. <laughs> I, I never said loved. <laughs> Bring it back to the beginning, mind you. Before the show, Craig told me it looked like the greatest thing you would ever. <laughs> <laughs> Never laid eyes. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He said, Boy, this Christmas has already been made magical. Mm. Hold on. Pause kid, for there's only one- Craig said, Christmas came early. So did old Craigie. <laughs> I was really When excited. he saw this trailer. Now let's restart, please. Uh. When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day. So, just, <laughs> so now Craig in his feety pajamas is saying, I know what she means. I'm going, wow, the, the quality of this is great it's, so far. She's talking about Christmas. <laughs> Isn't this lady a Jew? It is a special day. <laughs> and, okay, so now we'll get into the Seth Rogen part. Because Craig brings up an interesting point. Yes, Sarah Silverman is Jewish. Which, frankly, I don't care about. Uh, the movie could be all Jews, a Christmas movie. I don't, who could possibly give a shit about that? However, Sarah Silverman, very recently, could you type this in, Craig? And I'm not leading you astray. In Google? Uh, type in Sarah Silverman Jew face. Uh, we, I, we've, we've talked about this. I believe we talked about this, yeah. So Sarah Silverman, and this is like two months ago, said her big complaint in Hollywood was that um, non-Jewish women 
are playing Jewish characters. It was a big issue in the world of Sarah Silverman. Her life has been really affected by it because she hasn't gotten work for 30 years. Sarah Silverman hasn't been famous for 30 fucking years. Here is what she said. There's okay. a, uh, there's this long tradition of non-Jews playing Jews and not just playing people who happen to be Jewish, but people whose Jewishness is their whole being. One could argue, for instance, that uh, a Gentile, in parentheses, a non-Jew, playing Joan Rivers correctly would be doing what they're actually doing is called Jew face. Right. So uh, I don't care that uh, Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman are starring in a, a Christmas movie, but it seems like Sarah Silverman kind of does. Who gives a fuck what anyone is? It's called acting. It's acting. That's the reason it's acting. It is acting. <laughs> Fucking, you know, Tom Hanks isn't a war veteran. <laughs> to my knowledge. Although he played a great one. Yes. The only a hero in that family is Chet Hanks. I always say. Chet and I. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you not see? Uh, do you not see his kids, the Island Boys? Yeah, right. They, they, performed, they performed live a week or so ago. The Island Boys did? Yeah. They went up like in the video with no music in the background and then got booed off stage. It was awesome. Oh, those poor guys. <laughs> well, um, let's play. Uh, now I'll stop interrupting for a minute. Let's play this uh, trailer. And Craig, try and uh, shake the Christmas spirit off you for a moment. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you where I stopped watching? Sure, yeah. <laughs> and that day is Christmas. And we are the magic behind that day. Still? So let's get these fucking kids some fucking presents. Oh, okay. I Now I know what Drew... Hey, she said the F word. That's cool. Well, exactly. I thought... In my head, I'm like, all right, so, so that's where I stopped. Um, oh, this is going to be awesome. So I was like, all right, I could see where this is going. They're like giving like kids dildos and shit. It could be funny. That's yeah. where I'm playing in my head. And then you told me it was something about race. Yeah, they use potty language. Yeah, potty language. Imagine like a like a fucking Rudolph that just says the N word. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, well, that would be fun, I guess. That's what I, <laughs> I thought. Can't imagine, I can't imagine the context of that being appropriate, but exactly. Uh, I, we're already, but we're already writing a better show. Now it takes a uh, the the trailer takes an interesting turn uh, around this point. So let's see. By the way, they they want to make it racist. They they. Show cops, and then the next thing is a black dude. And the like, that's, well, I think that's the point, Craig. It's fucking stupid. There, well, this is by the way, this is the audience for Seth Rogen's lack of subtlety. <laughs> is Craig people like Craig question? Wait, wait a minute, this might be about the police. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as deep as this trailer gets. Oh boy. <laughs> Present the hardest working man in snowbiz. Good golly, he's jolly. Our own Santa Claus. Hey, Merry Christmas. Whoa. See, it would be great. Uh, he's in the snowbiz if if Santa was like a Coke dealer. That'd be a good show. I guess I have, by the way, I will get to it in a minute, but I have cast a much better movie than this. Okay. I did it jokingly at first, and now I'm Heavily invested. Uh, I think we've got a production company backing it. And we're moving forward with the project. But then we'll get to that after this. You're on my naughty list. Good news, sir. 
more American kids believe in you than they do in vaccines or the Holocaust. Oh, God. Great. I mean, disheartening for America, but great for us. So this is a thing, and this is where, like, Ted Lasso season two lost me. Mm. Where they have to wedge in these jokes that these characters would never say. Like, you would never say... First of all, if you're going to throw the vaccine thing in there, I think that's a little hacky, but fine. Like, throw, you know, send your message. But also, like, then to bludgeon you over the head with lack of subtlety by saying, bad for America, audience who might not understand that. <laughs> it's like, just by comparing not believing the vaccines to not believing the Holocaust, we understand your point of view. You don't have to then take a piece of plywood and just smack us in the face with it to say, this is a bad thought. This is awful. Everything That's has not the thing you should think. You know what it made? This could have been one of the biggest things ever if it wasn't political at all. Just make right. Well, that's I mean, I'll, I'll talk about that. Well, I'll just say I, I so I threw out on Twitter. I was like, instead of this political messaging. Like your buddies with Craig Robinson, Seth Rogen, make him Santa. So right. they have a black Santa. Right. No political message at all. Don't even address that he's black. That's way more, you know, powerful a message or uh, uh, trend breaking. Yep. And <laughs> to just have Craig Robinson play Santa, never mention it, and make a funny movie. What would people? What would people leave instead of milking cookies uh, for that Santa? No, we're not going to get into that. Oh, that's an honest question. <laughs> no, no. I'm not going to... Thoughts are swirling around in my head. It won't be left on the table, I, but I'm not going to say it. I got some ideas. I know you do, but we're <laughs> making a point here. Um, but, but, and the other thing that Seth Rogen would do, if he did that, if he just made Black Santa and... Uh, I think I said Kevin Hart and Cat Williams would play the elves and she, like well, already we've got a funnier movie than this. We call it Soul Slay. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, what that would do is actually expose people that are racist <laughs> because the people that would get mad at that movie would genuinely have prejudiced thoughts in their head. Like if you're getting mad at the race Santa is, if it genuinely makes you angry, that's actually like a, a racist thought to have <laughs> to be angry at the race of a fictional character is silly. However, to just say this movie sucks <laughs> when how many people of color have we seen so far? One. And what was his job? Introducing Santa. <laughs> he was, he was the hype man. Okay. So boy, we're really uh, breaking down barriers here. <laughs> I'm here from the North Pole Times. Have you decided who will succeed you as Santa Claus? Subtext, Santa's old and knocking on death's door. Fuck you. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, good, good question. I'll give it some serious thought. Ha ha ho ho Bye. There have been many Santa Clauses throughout history. Some were loved, others loathed. But the position of Santa has mostly been a white man's game. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Okay. Things have got to change. <laughs> All right. Now, now, it's not. It's not that Santa's been one guy forever. It's 
the position of Santa. It's always been a white, it's been a boys club. Uh, have you, I got a question, honest question. Go ahead. Going through a mall. Have you ever seen a black Santa? Uh, I have not. Me either. Do they exist? Only usually as uh, little figures in the homes of said people. Oh, well, I, well, again, I again, I have no problem with that. Me in either. fact, well, so, OK, now you kind of see where they're going, Craig. And you have not watched this. No, I li- literally said when she said fucking presents, I went, oh, it's going to be an adult Christmas thing. I went, this could okay. be OK. <laughs> so you heard you heard. Uh, I believe that's Paul Rust, if I'm not mistaken. Don't even know who that is. Did he get shot by Alec Baldwin? Uh, he's. <laughs> Yeah, he did not. He's he's the kid in that show Love, which I actually like with uh, Gillian Jacobs. Haven't seen that either. Um, but I have seen uh, Community. You just heard him say uh, that you know Santa's primarily been a white man's game. <laughs> so what? Who would you guess? You don't have to give me a specific actor. Yep. But like, what kind of person would you assume is going to be the one vying for Santa's job? Uh, it's probably going to be like a black woman. You would think so, right? Yeah. Boy, are you wrong. Oh, God. Advice to you is, oh, if I die, get rid of my porn. I want to be the next Santa. If this is what <laughs> you have to at least make your... Holy fucking <laughs> shit. Oh, oh my god. So 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 and you know, I'm not comparing this to any recent um court verdicts, but the cries for racism are about a movie made and starring exclusively white people. And they're saying, "Oh, if you don't like this, you must be racist." I do like that they pointed out that like this is only white white people and then they just yeah she's doing catholic face to become santa claus <laughs> so so they are gonna break down because you know what really the most oppressed group is has been white women particularly catholic white women <laughs> rich uh movie star comedian actress. yeah or if you want to be real uh sarah silverman who's been rich for I'm going to at least 20 years. Minimal. But re- I mean, she was on Seinfeld in the fucking nineties. Right. She's been around forever. <laughs> and, and so, so Seth Rogen, who's this magnanimous guy is doing a lot for the, uh, you know, the voiceless. He's a voice for the voiceless. He decides to make Sarah Silverman, his co-star in this, who's playing a white character. And that's, who's going to take down this uh, racist Santa operation. I honestly, did not see that coming. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Let's keep playing. Okay, bitch. You got to get intimate with that jolly bitch, bitch. Okay. I'm going to pause for a second. Uh, second yeah. black person uh, acquired here. It is, yeah. a, it is a reindeer dressed, you know, culturally appropriation-y. <laughs> Well, and it's also, it's not like they forgot to cast black women. Like that sounds like, I mean, you know, maybe I'm uh, being uh, uh, prejudiced here. That sounds like the voice of a African-American woman. Yeah. Why not make her the lead actress? Why not make her Santa? 
Why not make her the girl going for Santa instead of? I always felt Sarah Silverman hasn't had enough opportunities, but so now that Santa might be uh, Jewish, uh, what do the kids leave out instead of milk and cookies? I feel like those are less. That's a less fun game. Well, no, because it's it's a, a Catholic religion thing. So there's probably bread. I think it's gonna be like more like booby traps to get rid of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know you're right, but do you really have to call me bitch every time you say something? Yes, bitch, because it's empowering to call you bitch, bitch. Wow. Let's go over what we know. Santa and the board are all male. You can also pause it whenever you find a laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> they play golf, drink, smoke cigars, say things like, don't ever marry your mistress. Just so Hold you on, but re rewind. you can rewind that a bit. Again, the analogy is very subtle. And I said this about Sausage Party, too. Mm -hmm. um, that was okay. It, it was fine, but like Sausage Party, I don't know if you caught this, <laughs> was a metaphor for religion. No. And I, when I watched it, I was like, Seth, you don't need to literally parody religion to, to have that in the message where you don't need to literally explain who you're attacking in your art. The point is so that the audience can interpret it that way. Sausage Party would have been way better off as a short at like 25 minutes. Yeah, it didn't need to be a full movie. <laughs> once once it kind of settled from them getting attacked and murdered or, you know, just shot. like, oh, that's a funny idea. Right. Now, now where does it go? And now it's literally a hot dog trying to fuck a bun. Yeah, right. We got it. Yeah. We got it in this. So, so rewind to that. I want to see, Craig, because you're probably, as we pointed out at the beginning, you're probably this show's target audience. I do enjoy that they're like, oh, this is hated by white supremacists everywhere. We're literally making the argument for the other side to be pissed. <laughs> I'm trying to include more. Seth Rogen won't let me include as many people of color as I want. We need a black Santa. How about this? And I've got perfect, I've got perfect casting for this movie. Instead of a black male, let's make it a female Jew. <laughs> let's have Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman tell us how rough it is out there. <laughs> we could have met in the middle, too, and got, like, a black Israelite as Santa. But let's not even go that far, Craig. All white kids get coal. Have an unfamous white woman. They're all ugly. Have a woman... <laughs> what? <laughs> you, ever, you ever watch black Israelite videos? They're brutal. All right. No, no, no. You're they, never, you're never with me on the same page. Well, I, I, they're, they, they, no, I'm saying because they think they are the original uh, Jews, basically. Or the, uh, that's good to know. But anyway, my point is, watch them. They sit on the side of the street and just rip the I'll fuck make sure out to do of that. everyone. Right. It's so funny. You don't need to go into your rants about no. black Israelites. It's so funny. Watch them. One of your patented rants. It's not a patent. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, even if you want to cast a white woman. <laughs> why just make it someone we don't know? The shit. It's like why does it need to be Sarah Silverman? It's animated. It's not like it's going to take much. <laughs> right. Just give some other per some other white woman an opportunity if that's so important to you. But let's, let's see, Craig, because as I said, you're their target, target audience. I want to see if you can pick up on the very subtle metaphor here for who they're going after. I know you're right, but do you really have to call me bitch every time you say something? Yes, bitch, because it's empowering to call you bitch, bitch. 
let's go over what we know. Santa and the board are all male and all white. They play golf, drink, smoke cigars, say things like, don't ever marry your mistress. Just so you know, the women of the North Pole make fun of one of your dicks. Have fun wondering whose it is. Pause for a second. Who do you think... What do you, what do you think they're attacking there? It's very mysterious. Um, white male CEOs. <laughs> Boy, Craig, yet home run. <laughs> Again, it was ever so subtle. I didn't. I had to watch it three or four times to pick up on it. So you did much better than me. I wasn't able to crack the code. <laughs> My head's bleeding from being beaten over the head with it. Actually, <laughs> they, they should have just said. They should have said CEO. I mean Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> they had they they like had a fucking board like a <laughs> like everything They're waterboarding us with their metaphors yeah, that too <laughs> what i need to learn is how to grow out with these guys you know shoot the shit do shots shoot shots of shit <laughs> she has ideas but can she really be the face of christmas <laughs> Successor died. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's a list of people's names that are in this. Let's read them. Okay. So Craig Robinson is in it. Oh, good. Why give him the starring role though? Yeah. Make him, you know, a background player. Um. Uh. Gordry. What I can't see because the. Gab. Not Gabri. Uh. Sidibe, is isn't. Oh yes. Sorry. The fucking uh, subtitles are covering the top name, so I can't read yeah. it. Uh, Craig Robinson, Maria Bamford, love her. Um, I mean, is there a whiter woman than no, Maria Bamford? <laughs> there isn't. There really is not. Uh, Nicholas Braun, Joel Kim Booster. Don't know who that is. Sounds white. Uh, Le- Leslie Grossman could go. I'm going to go with I don't, white. Yeah, who knows? I'm not going to say uh, white Jewish. I'm not going to guess what that obviously is. wouldn't say white Jewish woman or man. That name can yeah. go either way, but definitely that team. Or, t- or tribe, <laughs> whatever they call themselves, I forget. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't seem like a particularly diverse movie. Frankly, I don't know, because I don't remember white supremacists, like, protesting The Office. No. You know, or This is the End. Why? The so f- I don't know why these white supremacists have uh, a, such a problem with Craig Robinson having a minor role in this movie. Why wouldn't he be the Santa? That would have been a, a way better <laughs> show. What? Wouldn't he be the Santa? It would have been a way better show. <laughs> so I said, I said that. He was like, why not make Craig Robinson Santa? And then I thought of uh, have Kevin Dan- Hart and Cat Williams elves. I would have, I would have, yeah, that they can be elves, but his head elf needs to be Danny McBride because I love the two of them together. That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> We're already making a better show. What the fuck? We could have a fun little gag where Shaq is one of the elves. That'll be fun for the kids, you know? Yeah, he's he's a four foot six elf, but yeah. that's wicked tall for them. Um, I said, uh, I think you'll love my Mrs. Claus, Yamanika Saunders. I don't know who that is. In the role of a lifetime. You don't know her? No. Uh, she's a comedian. She hangs out with like the Legion of Skanks guys. The... Uh, uh, She's watch. actually playing on the Patrice roast. I mean, uh, not the Patrice roast, the uh, fundraiser. Yeah, we. I read that list off. What a list! <laughs> but she's like, um, she's a, a black female comedian, 
And she was on the uh, Legion of Skanks thing, uh, the table read they did a few months ago. Yeah. And she played like the whole gag was that the show that they, the pilot that they wrote for Comedy Central wasn't funny. So oh, they I know, did a I know table read is. of it. Yeah. And she, the part that she played, like she made it funny. Like she actually took it seriously and was like a good actress in it. I do know who this is. I just looked the pic. I've, I've seen her before. Yeah, I thought you would know. So her is Mrs. Claus, which is a, a great. That could be the role of a lifetime. Mm. That's a. And, uh, this is an amazing cast so far. And then I said, uh, in his comeback role, Alec Baldwin is the guy trying to ruin Christmas. Exactly. He's a deer hunter. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. He's just he's just in the woods, like right near the runway, and so yeah. he shoots them down. They have to every time they have to dodge his bullets. Yeah, so this is and they're they're we make this movie no social messaging. You just have an entirely African American cast. The bad guy is the white guy. Of course, Craig had to throw Danny McBride in there, missing what I was going for. But I like it as I, a movie. I like it. I knew what you were going for, but we're trying not <laughs> we're trying not to send a message. All black cast sends a message. That's true. That's true. You got to mix it up. I like that. Yeah, I'm cool with Alec Baldwin being the bad guy. Like I said, Deer Hunter, he doesn't even hold yeah. the gun. It shoots itself. Uh-huh. And e- either I'm willing to budge as far as maybe you have some very subtle message in the end. Like we come around to a point where you're like, oh, okay, I see what they were going for. I'm willing to allow that. <laughs> By the way. But for the most part, you have no social messaging. And now... The face of Christmas is Craig Robinson. I'm, everyone can get behind that. I'm, I, they, I, I want this funded. But instead, we've got Seth Rogen making the whitest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and when people say, well, this is dog shit, because instead of making a Christmas movie, you decided to scold us about vaccines and race relations. Uh, and he says, well, clearly these people are white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if you didn't like this masterpiece, you are a white supremacist. Naturally. You hate white people. I'm sorry. You, you, you only accept white people. Mm. And that's why you're skewering this movie with almost exclusively white people. By the way, I just thought of the funniest thing. Uh, when South Park touches on the Alec Baldwin shooting, it's going to be so fucking funny. Did they not in the Thanksgiving thing? I have no idea. I haven't watched anything, but I just assume he's going to kill everyone working on his movie set. <laughs> It'll be very funny. Won't that be fun? Uh, is there any more to this or is this just crap? I don't remember. Let's play. I'm, I'm sure we get another doozy. Uh, of a- they got to end with a hammer of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Successor, die trying. <laughs> Christmas and to all a kick-ass night. Ugh, they got Craig back on board. He's like, "Oh, he said kick-ass." I'm in. Like I said, I wasn't necessarily a fan of the language. I was a fan that the language was there because I went. There could be so many things. Like we've listed. That's so cool. Seth Rogen's so cool. He's he so fuck. He, he said pee-pee. <laughs> I mean, it's so sad because. Superbad is and will always be probably my favorite comedy movie. It's up there. It just hit me at the right time. I was in high school. I essentially was Evan in high school. Yeah. <laughs> like it just hit me at the right time. And it's hilarious. And it has like kind of a touching ending. Cause like 
That's what you're going through senior year of high school. You're leaving your buddies. Yeah. And you don't want to suck dick at fucking pussy. That's right. So uh, he's made so many of my favorite, like, uh, you know, 40 year old virgin knocked up pineapple express. All great. I think this is the end is the last good comedy I saw in theaters. Uh, yeah, probably that movie doesn't get enough credit. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, it was very funny. And now this is what he's become. And again, like the last movie I saw with Seth Rogen was um, the one he did with Charlize Theron. Uh, and uh, again, very, it's ever so subtle. I don't know what they were going for. Charlize Theron plays a woman running for president. Ah, yes. And she faces some obstacles along the way. Yeah, it's nothing like having a nice... I don't know what they were trying to compare that to, but... We see how good their best option uh, is at vice president right now, so let's make a movie about him being the one in charge. <laughs> well, this was a few years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. This was before we knew. Got it, got it. Oh, yeah, so Seth Rogen is... Uh, it's sad what he's become, but I think that's very funny. And we just made the greatest Christmas movie of all time. It would be so good. And these racist Hollywood fat cats won't do it. You should try to make a script about something to see if we could sell it just for fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be fun, not a giant undertaking. <laughs> but what if we sold it? I, I suspect we wouldn't. Well, maybe. Who knows? With that attitude, well, hey, with that attitude, we'll never know. At least with this cast, we've got something. We don't even really need a script. That's true. <laughs> what we do is we get. I feel like we got to go to Kevin Hart because he's the one that could get this group together. No, we we got to go to every uh, head executive and be like, you know that Seth Rogen idea? The the skeleton could be okay, but his meat sucks. Here's the good stuff. You know that Seth Rogen idea? We're about to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> Two racists are about to make the wokest movie ever <laughs> without trying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, no, only one racist on this show. I want to make that clear. Yeah, Mike. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's that. And uh, the other thing, yeah, speaking of uh, the woke community, you texted me the other night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I cannot believe that fucking Keith Oberman tweet. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll get, we'll talk about that in a second, but first I want to say, I just texted um, you. I said, dude, <laughs> and sent the link. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I liked that the reaction from like everyone was not like, Oh fuck Keith over. It was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> are you okay? Like, we were shocked. <laughs> I, I had to read it like 12 times. I'm like, this can't be, I'm reading this wrong. There's no way this is what he's writing. <laughs> So we'll get to Keith Oberman in a second. Uh, but first, A, I want to remind you about twotours.com. Support them because uh, it helps this show out. It helps out a good company. Um, so go to twotours.com, use promo code Mike. But also, if you're looking to uh, spend some money, if you got some disposable income this holiday season, mm -hmm. um, check out our merch as well. We got all kinds of new merch. If you want to support Craig, Craig gets a lot of guff on this program. I do. So if you're a fan of Craig's and you want to support Craig, all the money we get from the Madman shirt uh, in the Teespring Blind Mike Project store goes directly to Craig. So if you're a Craig fan, go buy the Craig Craig of the Month Club shirt. Um, Have you seen how many we sold so far? No. Uh, guess. Zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I will say you got to take that. You take that as a critique and you build on it. <laughs> 
I'm not allowed to design my shirts. You're like, no, no, do this. <laughs> oh, no, I don't mean about the shirt. I'm saying that's what people are saying about you as a oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Remember, people, these are temporary. After December, you will not be able to get it again. That's right. Um, so, uh, and then we got all the more on money shirts, gearhead. People seem to like the gearhead logo. They liked it a lot. Though, like I said, the white one looked tough. I think. Um, so uh, check, check all that out in the store. We've got in our link tree blind Mike project on link tree. It's pinned, uh, all my social media, the shows, social media. So the, the more uh, on money, the more on money, uh, zip up hoodies. If you're into more on money, I know the crew is tiny, but very loyal. Yes, they are awesome. The zip up hoodies are awesome. Yeah, I like them. I like the way I like the way they came out. Um, and uh, the zip up hoodies. We got zip up hoodies. Uh, Why are you laughing? And both blind Mike project logos as well. I like all of those. So check yep. those out. Yep. Um, all right, enough of that. But uh, yeah, so Keith Oberman. <laughs> or just for, I guess you just start with the tweet that he sent. <laughs> just read that. Uh oh boy. <laughs> so Barstool Sports put out. Uh, I think it was Billy Football put out an article on one of the kids shot in Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's titled, A high school football player rushed a school shooter and sacrificed his own life to save his classmates. Now, right, a very, I mean, in all honesty, a very sad story. Usually something Barstool wouldn't cover. I guess the idea that the kid, like, they, they are pretty good about, like, kind of celebrating hero type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like generally that it's not something that would be on Barstool because it's like a serious story. Right. But they're paying tribute to this kid that sacrificed his life. Obviously, tremendously sad. Right. Now, if you're Keith Oberman, you see that. And apparently this is your, I hope, first thought, because if he thought this out, <laughs> that's even worse. But uh, this is something that he thought when he saw this. Story. I'm going to have to try to find it, but he had a follow up. Like, oh, I know. I thought it was a response to that tweet. No, there was a follow up a couple hours later, but he tweeted about forty eight hundred dogs that are gonna die the next day. I know. I went. It's 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 wild. Because I wanted Keith Overman's Twitter. It is a doozy. Because I wanted to see the rate. Because if you click on a tweet, you cannot see how many comments there are. So I went to his page because I wanted to see the ratio that he was uh, undertaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had like ten thousand comments. I don't know uh, how so I many. Thought the, I thought the follow up was a reply to this tweet. No. No. Okay. Nope. Nope. You're talking about the and also like another thing that tweet or whatever it was about yeah. this one. Yeah. No, that was a yeah. different one. I'm gonna have to. I'll have to look for it. Well, anyways, this is what he. This was the main. <laughs> this was the the uh, the headliner. Now remember, a high school football player rushed a school shooter and sacrificed his own life to save his classmates. Terribly sad. Terribly sad, awful, awful story, courageous act by said individual. Keith Olbermann quote tweets it and says, this guy, this kid died to stop a school shooter whose mother echoed the Trumpist fascism of stool presidente and barstool sports. <laughs> I can't even imagine grasping at those straws. How the fuck he comes with that conclusion is crazy. <laughs> You would have had to think, how do I tie this to Dave Portnoy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell him either. Most gun owners, most, not all, lean towards the right because that's the side protecting their gun rights. Right. That's, yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Well, whatever. But that's not even the argument that should be had. No. It's like, the, a, there's not even, and if there was, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. 
But there's nothing even tying this kid to Barstool Sports. Zero. It was just like... You know what I mean? There's no evidence that he even knows what the website is. Dude, so I ended up going back after all this because I could not get Keith Olbermann out of my head. I went back and watched his um, Afraid rant. Remember when he was talking about... We we went over this. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's like, people who don't get the the vaccine because they're vaccine hesitant, they're afraid. I, I have grown such hate for this fucking guy. Before I was he's like, a hateable, he's a hateable character. Yeah. Before I was like, man, this guy sucks. I actually genuinely hate this guy now. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. And again, you know, I guess it worked because I think his goal is to get all the responses he did. I don't know. I think, you know, th- like even, even, well, so the thing is, what's he going to get fired from? No, 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 not, not that. I you just, th- I think he was going for the liberal high fives and all that. And he did not oh. get them. So I think he got them from like his people. I saw zero. Uh, right. But I don't know that we would. Oh, like private text. You know what I mean? Like when Alex Jones says uh, Sandy Hook was crisis actors or whatever, the majority of like people online are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But his circle is going to be like, I agree with you. <laughs> Big cat response. So I think like the Keith Oberman circle is like spot on Keith. Way to go. Yeah. Big Cat responds with, you're a loser, Keith, a loser. That got 50. Yeah, I got to say, could have been a little better. No, no, that coming from him, who's usually joking, and he's definitely not, it it says more than, like, fuck you, I think. That's true, but it's not exactly biting commentary from the Big Cat. I I don't know. He doesn't talk like that ever, or very rarely. And when he he talks like that, he's like, I just want you to know I'm very serious, not, ha ha, fuck you, like we're playing, like he does a lot of the time. So I yeah. I get 50,000 likes. <laughs> 50. And a retweet uh, from Blind Mike, which is worth its weight in gold. And we've seen. We've seen you do numbies without uh, without any of their help. Just a, <laughs> That's true, I guess. Just, yeah. a, just a minor. Uh, Blind Mike was there from Portnoy. Blind Mike out on the front lines defending them again. <laughs> For everything you and him have gone through, you're always first one there with his shield and cane. Always on his side. You're always there first and the loudest one. <laughs> just waiting to be shit on <laughs> all right give it to me again my mouth's open i'm not a bad guy <laughs> uh but so i also pointed this out on twitter that let's pretend and don't even do you don't even have to do like the equivalent if portnoy said this about a liberal whatever if portnoy said exactly that you know what i mean to change barstool sports to msnbc or whatever mm-hmm or even Fox News. Like people would be outraged. People would use that against Portnoy and put it on, probably at the front of this list of skinny jeans and Sam Ponder and all that shit. Yeah, so there's a lot Howitzer. Of- right in front of Howitzer would be he made fun of a kid that died in a school shooting. Yeah. Or not made fun of, but you know, disrespected him. I hate I but hate the Keith Overman so says it and it's not a big deal. No, Keith you know what else I hate? His gigantic fucking glasses. What I, I hate, I hate his look in general. His glasses. Like a, very, like a stone face. If his, if his glasses were a font, they would be bold because they're just, and, they're, <laughs> they're very, very thick. But also what I hate about Keith Oberman is like, he can't decide what he is. Like whenever we, he's, whenever this project he's working on, on YouTube, uh, fails enough that he has to quit. He'll just like go back to ESPN 
and then be a sports guy that doesn't talk about politics. It's Keith Urban's had the weirdest career mm-hmm. where he goes out and tries something, fails, comes back to ESPN with his tail between his legs. You forget he's there, and he leaves and does some news thing again, fails, comes back. Right. But yeah, he's a uh, a real hunk of shit, this Keith Urban. I fucking hate him. I hope some... Uh, nope. I hope he gets coal for Christmas from Jew Santa. There you go. There black go. Santa in our world. In our world, it would be a black Santa Claus. But yes. We would have Craig Robinson come to your house and give you a lump of coal, my friend. I find it strange that Seth, uh, Seth Rogen picked one of his own to be Santa Claus. Picked himself to be Santa Claus. No, but he's getting replaced by, by a white Jew. Oh, well, right. Yeah, there's... <laughs> I mean, again... The fact that they're Jewish, I don't think matters. It does. It does. It does. In the fact that the message they're trying to, the message they're trying to put out there is not the one they're portraying. <laughs> it's 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 the most glaring example of hypocrisy that I almost think he's fucking with us. You know what's going to be fucking funny? Actually, is we're like, oh, Craig Craig Robinson should be Santa. I don't remember seeing or hearing him in the trailer. Right. Maybe maybe him as a black Santa trainee or uh, applicant comes out later on. Oh, and he gets rejected. Yeah, which would be even funnier and more to our point. Yes. Well, that, no, but that would be some great social messaging. You're not good enough. It, <laughs> it would teach us the struggle because that hasn't been portrayed in enough film. No. No, it has not. We haven't gotten the message. We need Hollywood to keep telling us because we didn't get it the first 8,000 times this year. <laughs> uh, so you said uh, you said you got some, what, stand-up? Just uh, not, not my stand-up, just the way I got introduced because it was such a train wreck. Should we do that first or should we do that the, uh, the Ruth Conda tweet that you said you had? Oh, yeah, from Cameo Blind Mike. We can do that real quick. Okay, I've not heard this one, so I'm very curious. Let me uh, share this puppy here. Is it a good one? It's it is it is great. Oh, really? I'm excited. Uh, so thank you, Cameo Blind Mike. Um, as we see here, it is a kid holding his. He is how old is he? Fuck, doesn't say, but he's got to be like six years old. Uh, holding his vaccination uh, card. Okay. This is a post on Reddit. It looks like yes, Reddit. My son got his second dose today. Um, he put up a screaming fight over it because his father brainwashed him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping this is a divorced couple. This next this next <laughs> sentence is the moneymaker. Okay. But it's over and Santa will bring him presents and not just for his sister. <laughs> so she was saying Santa won't come here if you don't get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Santa did, <laughs> Santa did the trick. <laughs> he, now he's allowed to get Christmas gifts. He's also now allowed to go see Grandma, too. <laughs> Sadly, he is such a little drama queen and has been crying for hours like a baby in his room. Jesus, he is a baby. <laughs> he's crying like a baby in his room, screaming about a, a big headache. Whatever, it's done. <laughs> A big headache. <laughs> He's like, Mama, my face is melting. Oh, it's so fucking funny. That was a great one. Thank you, Cameo Blind Mike. 
Mama, a finger is growing out of my chest. <laughs> oh, stop your crying. <laughs> it's like he got hit with a brick. And you big baby. Where does that bother you? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know how this is going to affect me 30 years later. <laughs> Uh, I don't know the long-term impact of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Has it really been fully tested? <laughs> He's crying like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, people are losing their minds. But I'll give her credit. Uh, I wouldn't say this parenting tactic works. Just talk to my therapist. But the using Santa negotiating tactic has been around, has been a staple for years. That's true. My dad, my dad, but it's usually me and my brother. If me and my brother were ever acting up as yeah. youths, we'd uh, we'd be say we'd be in the back seat. If I do something to annoy my brother, or whatever, we start uh, making a making a big fuss. My dad would roll down his window and yell. Hey, Santa, I guess Mike doesn't want any presents for Christmas. <laughs> and I would roll down my window and yell, Santa, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so uh, that is the correct way to use Santa is to get kids to behave well. That was the right. whole point. Not put shit in your body you don't want. <laughs> well, they're behaving. And That's then, what the government has done to us. Why not do it to kids? And then go, what a pussy. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> you fucking, inject yourself with this. You pussy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the lockdown is coming for us all. So never, never fear, folks. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you did stand up the other night. Last night. Last night. Yes. Um. So what is this? Set this up for us, because I don't know what this is either. So this is just them bringing me on stage. They asked me. Uh, where can people find you? I said the Blind Mike Project and Very Good Show. That's what oh, I. That's, that's what I. That's what I said. But I'm plug for why you're laughing. I see. But I mean, there's like five. I'm on. That's so long. But it didn't matter. <laughs> it did not matter because there was more comics at this show than audience members. There was maybe there was five to seven audience members. If I was, it's just guess. open mic. It was not. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It was not. Uh, the headliner didn't draw, I guess. Um, oh boy. Uh, so I didn't know it was last night until yesterday, uh, Wednesday. Cause it was supposed to be on Wednesday. And I was like, right. I was like, we still on for tonight. And she's like, no, actually <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> it's funny you ask. And I went, well, that's going to be good for getting people there. And, uh, oh geez. I didn't even think of that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> they changed the date. So, so I walk in and I'm looking around and like, there was comics that I've done stand up with like. Five, six years ago there and I'm like okay that's good and I'm looking around and then I see four or five people that I don't recognize and I go that's it oh shit <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of the, one of those nights it, it was it was okay it was tough they were older too okay um but I just <laughs> I just want you to know this could be picked apart for a little bit. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> oh boy all right I wasn't expecting that uh I said you could see me at the Blind Mike Project and Very Good Show. Okay. That is it. So here, All right. here we go. 
that I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him and being blown away by his humor. Please, one moment. I figure I'm just going to let this play, and then we'll talk about it after and play it again if you want. Yeah, 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 please. As I look at my notes, put your hands together, everyone, for the gentleman who created the Blind Mike Project and oh a very God. good show, Chris Akone, everyone. <laughs> oh, the amount of things wrong with that. She remembers me so well, she had to read it. <laughs> you could have thrown in, that's not my name. <laughs> I I didn't care. There was so few people there. I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take that from the top because I remember. <laughs> Did you I remember my first interaction with Craig? Yeah. I, I can't tell you exactly what I thought. And I'm not even going to say whether it was positive or negative. What I did not think is, wow, this guy's fun. <laughs> I used to do stand-up four or five times a week, dude. I was legit. <laughs> what, a, what a fun guy. <laughs> Let's hear this horse shit again. <laughs> did you catch the part I thought you were Oh, gonna... I did. Okay. <laughs> I will get there. <laughs> Uh, that I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him and being blown away by his humor. Please <laughs> blown away. Whoa. So I, when, when she says that, when she says that I am in the back by my camera going, can you not gas me up that much? I just told you I haven't done stand up in two years. You are going to shit your pants when you see how much fun this guy provides. That's <laughs> like, was, as soon as that happened, I went, You well, see that roof? Well, it's about to come off the motherfucker. There's nothing worse than getting gassed up like that. Like, uh, we would, me and my buddies would do shows and stuff, and I would, so someone go up, and then you bring the next guy up, one of those, there was no host really. And I would just make up credits for the next guy. <laughs> I'd be like, you may have seen him on uh, Premium Blend, uh, Comedy Central Half Hour, like all this shit. And then he goes up and he stinks. Like one of those type of things. <laughs> this guy is Chris Farley, Don Rickles, and Dave Chappelle all in one. Exactly. <laughs> Buckle up for laughter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I like that she says, not she goes, this guy is Fun. You're gonna be. I met him. She's like Trump. I met him. I was blown away. I said, "Wow, this guy's fun." She actually usually has great rooms, like fantastic rooms. I brought uh, Mike Harris to do stand up with her. This was the last time I did it a couple years ago. She had uh, on a Thursday night sixty people in a fucking uh, uh, convention, uh, uh, conference room in a like not a conference room. It was like a hall. I couldn't. It was it was surprising. How many people she drew. And then I you walked in. I really feel bad for is the people listening to this program right now. Yeah. Thinking, boy, I've invested, you know, now almost a full year of podcasting time into the Blind Mike Project. I've listened every week. I listen, I subscribe to patreon.com slash blind Mike. I listen to the shows there. And Craig must have saved up all his fun for the <laughs> one meeting he had with this lady. Hey. A lot of people he think wa he wasted all his fun on blowing the socks off this person. A lot of people think I'm fun, damn it. 
I will say this is the most people that have been watching live, so I'm doing something right. I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, and she left her fucking. Uh, I, she she definitely. I know the next comic's name was Chris, also. So I know, like, she probably got she just fucked mixed up. Mixed up the two. I know she went to grab the notepad just to read Blind Mike Project and Very Good Show. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why she ad libbed creator of Blind Mike Project. <laughs> Well, we'll get, I have some theories that I've been per- percolating in the old mind. I'm going I'm to have to text her and tell her to take a picture of the card from last night because that is not what was written. I'll start it over. I, I, uh, but first, I want to just dissect how much fun this lady was having when she met you. Mm-hmm. Because play it again for some. There's something. Uh, boy, we're really dealing in subtleties today. Something uh, you may not even really notice if you're if you're listening to this. This is so funny though, because before I walked on stage, I go, "Mike's gonna love this." <laughs> <laughs> well, she gives this this. What's her name? Alana. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> what? I might know who this is. <laughs> what does the last name start with? Um, I can't remember. C. Nope. Alana, I can't. I genuinely can't remember, but I'll, we'll talk about that after. Okay. <laughs> but um, so, so I wanna, I wanna, you know, because the the listeners may have picked up on. It seems like this lady was having just a, so much fun that you know she lost her mind a little bit because there's something ever so ever so gentle that she does after she mentions how much fun she has. Uh, that I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him and being blown away by his humor. Please, one moment. <laughs> Pause. She's having so much fun that she can't even finish her sentence without checking her notes. <laughs> I was not. I was not too pleased. Standing there, ready to go up. I was like, I was like, downplay me, please. <laughs> I'll tell you, I went to see uh, the night after Thanksgiving. I went to see Joe List at the Providence Comedy Connection. I should say Joe List or whatever his name was, because I was having so much fun that I didn't even bother to learn the guy's name. <laughs> Someone had to tell me after. Oh, yeah, that's Joe List. I said, oh, who cares? I'm having I'm too busy having fun. <laughs> Uh, that I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him and being blown away by his humor. Please, one moment. You know what's never said in the midst of having fun? One moment, please. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I been keeled over laughing, holding my sides so because they hurt so much from laughter and then in the midst of that said one moment everybody <laughs> as i reference my notes <laughs> i was i i'm trying to think of the people whose humor has blown me away over the years as you know from working uh, with me on a program called why are you laughing that you apparently have forgotten about uh, I, I am a fan of comedy, student of comedy. How do you think? Fan. How do you think that would have gone? Adding that into that, <laughs> she list? never would have gotten that out. Yeah, no. Why? <laughs> they're like, hey, bring, this guy's coming up is for why are you laughing? Everyone's just like, all right, I'll stop. Uh, by the way, I already see the the trend. Like, I th- so why this week's why are you laughing with uh, Patrice O'Neill? 
uh, rave reviews. Rave so reviews. Far. It was a great. People episode. have loved it. Uh, it's the best one yet, I think, and other others have agreed. Yeah. Um, but anyone that asks me about that show mm-hmm. says, uh, "So how's uh, why aren't you laughing going?" <laughs> <laughs> and I have to correct them sheepishly. Do you mean they were laughables? <laughs> yeah, great. No one knows the name of this fucking thing. Why? Did, how did I not know that when I named it a gave it a four word title <laughs> with a question mark at the end? Right. No one's gonna remember this. It's always fun because every time you uh, we have to like promote the show by typing, it always looks like you're asking a question <laughs> you know, yeah. instead of saying a name of, of <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah, right. Why are you laughing? Um, but yeah, I'm a big, big comedy fan. Been to a ton of shows. Uh, been to four skank fests. You know, I've, 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 I've lived a life of comedy mm. and yet I can't remember. I'm trying to think of a time where I would describe myself as blown away by someone's humor. Like it's a pretty ra- even if I could pick one, like if I said the first time I saw Bill Burr live or something, I was blown away. It's still a rare occurrence. Yeah. And you said this lady books a lot of comedy shows. Right. So to be blo- to be blown away, to find someone that blows you away, she has a very uh, mild way of expressing <laughs> how shocked she was I th- by your comedy. I think it was right there she went, what was the name of the shows? <laughs> <laughs> One moment. I've never heard, I mean, I guess I haven't been to a lot of like... Um, like underground type comedy shows. Yeah. I've never heard uh, the host or the MC stop and say, this guy blew me away. Hold you, one moment. I forget. <laughs> no clue what his fucking name is. Do you want, you want to know what this show was like? One of the comics brought his son and bombed for seven minutes in front of him. It's really tough. Look, <laughs> another, another lady went up who looked like Matt from very good show, but a blonde lady with tattoos on her hands. It goes on stage. Lord. and the, Goes on stage, and the first thing she says is, what's up, cum pigs? Oh, good God. <laughs> it was it was one of those nights. <laughs> Did you get a number for Matt? Because it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's having a fun time with it. Everyone's asking about the, uh, the curtain in the background right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'll be able to see it later if you see it on... Uh, if you watch okay. this back. Uh, my camera's off to the side. There was a hard camera, I believe, that it only shows that. And oh, it just, like every dick in that room when they hear how blown away they're going to be. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. There's nothing worse than getting gassed up like that before you go on stage, even when you've been doing it. Because they're like, well, this guy's going to kick my dick in the dirt. I can't wait for this. I, I was actually just, it's funny you say that. I was just watching something uh, for an episode of Why Are You Laughing? I was going through some shit and um, uh, someone's telling a story about Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it was uh, Louis C.K. He opened for Jerry when he was like a kid, but he was like 19 or something. Yep. And uh, he said, this guy's uh, like the best comedian in the world. Yeah, you're going to love him. Jerry Seinfeld. And he said, Jerry went on, like did his act. It was, everything was fine. And then the second he got off stage, uh, Seinfeld like beelined right to Louis and said, don't you ever fucking do that. It's the worst. <laughs> you don't call someone the best in the world. It's the worst because it makes everyone's expectations go through the roof with my humor. And <laughs> and you, there's no recovering. <laughs> right. <laughs> especially, so, when, especially when there's four fucking people there. Yeah. So Alana's blown away. She can't. 
can barely collect herself so much that she forgot all her uh, diligent notes. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's start for, it's only a 30 second video, so we can keep starting over when we have to. Okay. All right. Uh, that I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him. How and much was blown away by his Whoa! Please, oh one moment. <laughs> Put your hands together, everyone, for the gentleman who created the blind mic. Now we've gotten to my Very real good show, Chris Akona, everyone. <laughs> that's quite frankly, that's the only thing saving you <laughs> is that she calls you Chris Akona. <laughs> but if we could backtrack, <laughs> started off. I here and here I was. Boy, do I have egg on my face. <laughs> I thought this whole little operation we got going was my idea. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. How did you come up with the idea to name it after me? So that was the funniest thing, too, is because I explained the show to her because she asked me questions <laughs> and she goes like, Blind Mike, like, is it a person or is it like Blind Mike, like M.I.C. and in a comedy show, like about comedy or something? Oh, OK. And I said, no, no, it's Blind Mike. He's a guy who started the show. Right. <laughs> so now I'm. Maybe she thinks it's like you're. I'm a character that you play. Oh, uh, like Norton. <laughs> this is the Blind Mike show. Craig comes on with glasses and a stick. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Please that would be sad me. if I realized I'm not a person. I'm just a Craig character. <laughs> Kirk Five K says Blind Mike is a way of life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I don't exist. I'm just sort of a. <laughs> I'm a theory. <laughs> Craig's the CEO of Blind Mike Project. <laughs> oh God, do I hate that? <laughs> it's owner, operator, founder <laughs> of the Blind Mike Project. Listen, I don't have a lot that I own. <laughs> But I, I like to think this was at least one of those things. I'm, I might be the president. <laughs> Down the rung, but I'm up there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just so funny. I So when I'm when I'm when she says Chris Accordi, I just went, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Does she think like, well, certainly a blind guy wouldn't be capable of creating a podcast. <laughs> You you must have you must have held his hand through that process. Right, and that process is technically Justin. I was going to say, <laughs> even if you want to give him that credit, that's Justin. That was Justin. <laughs> I saw him yesterday. Go watch. Uh, go listen to the Justin show. Yeah, to, he came. Folks. He came to my house to pick up uh, um, that spicy chip that Matt did. And that's because the Hooters wings that he did last week were so not spicy. I said, well, here's guaranteed spice. <laughs> so he came okay. and got it. So is that what the Justin show is going to be? He's going to eat spicy foods every week? He's going to do what seems like he's putting out like a podcast every Wednesday and then some sort of food challenge on Friday. Oh, OK. That's fun. Yeah, I think so. The The Hooters one was just so bad because it wasn't spicy at all. So it was, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just people watching him eat. And I go, well, you need something like this because it's going to definitely... Uh, Definitely suck. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Oh, I did you catch episode two? I have not listened yet. I've listened to like the first 20 minutes. How is it? Uh, they they talked about how much they hate people that exclusively eat ham on Thanksgiving. That's interesting. I've never heard of that in my life. People eating just ham? 
Exclusively ham? Yeah, I've never heard of that yes, in my life. It, it is a, a rare bunch, but people do ham instead of turkey. Yes, but exclusively ham would suggest none of the fixings. Oh yeah, well that's definitely not that's uh, that's not what I meant. Okay, <laughs> no, right. I guess it <laughs> was <a> strange. I, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> I guess I worded that wrong. <laughs> no stuffing. You can fuck off with the cranberry sauce. This is a ham only house. <laughs> Let's get back to Alana's list here. <laughs> yes, please. As I look at my notes, put your hands together, everyone, for the gentleman who created the Blind Mike Project oh, and God. very good show, Chris Akone, everyone. <laughs> Chris Akone. <laughs> the only thing, mind you, that she said she with remembers me so well, she had to read it. <laughs> I, had to point uh, out I got that. a little chuckle. I got a chuckle. I did okay. Oh, good. I did okay. Whoops. What did I hit here? <laughs> That woman had no confidence in anything she was saying until she said, well, this I am nailing. I don't know what he did or didn't create. I was certainly lying about the being blown away with fun. But this is going to be a home run. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Akone. So that's what I tweeted out yesterday in the middle of the day or whatever. I was like, all right, I'm doing stand up tonight. Seven, 10 minutes is what it's looking like. Uh, and then I just wrote like, oh boy. And then a few hours later, I just wrote, welcome to the stage, Chris Acone. It went well. <laughs> hey, no matter your thoughts on the vaccine or the Rittenhouse verdict, one thing we can all agree on is this man is named Chris Acone. <laughs> What's up, cum pigs? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we. By the way, I think cum pig should be the new name of uh, the very good show f- fans. <laughs> Get rid of the GB, VGB, the cum pigs. Uh, someone who is a gearhead. Uh, there's a certain word that Matt says a lot. Uh, starts, it gets beeped a lot on our show. The only word. Oh, okay. Sure. So someone who actually listens, to, I don't know what his name is in this chat, but uh, he messaged Matt and said, so we start in the Matt blank army. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the MFA is going to be. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you. Oh, that's good. In this uh, tonight or tomorrow, when's this? This is going to be the free one, I assume. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, this week's show, Mike is off with mental time. So we have uh, the reason for his mental time on the show. <laughs> Oh, good. Killer is taking his place. It's very funny. (laughs) It might be the worst show ever, but it could be great. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Do you think we can get through uh, this in one watch or is it going to be paused? Should we try it again? Uh, I don't know. I think (laughs) let's try one more time. Okay. Let's see. I feel like I've gotten rid of all my anger, but maybe I got a little juice in the tank. (laughs) I was angry myself. It was so funny because I was like... uh, yeah, um, it threw me off so much I forgot to do the fucking Gabagool joke. Oh, God. <laughs> that was my whole plan was to just be like, see, it's not funny. <laughs> but I was like, um, how, did, how does Chris recover from this? <clears throat> this will be, by the way, I, I, that uh, that MFA thing you just said. Mm-hmm. That'll be like if, if this show or Why Are You Laughing ever gets successful and I have any sort of uh, success in the industry. It won't be something I say that takes me down. <laughs> It'll be like, look at what he's associated with. That could go for anybody, though. <laughs> he's given these guys a platform. 
It'll never be spelled out or said. It's just MFA. So people who know, <laughs> they know. Fun. People who know, they know. We do have uh, uh, soft yellow shirts. Uh, I'll go for those. They'll be out um, this week. It looks. By the way, I, I understand it's uh, Christmas and everything, so I, people are probably uh, strapped for cash. So I appreciate anyone that yes. supports a uh, you know, very good show and buys their merch. This show buys our merch. Subscribes at patreon.com slash blind Mike. Supports uh, twotours.com. I mean, they, here's the thing. Here's the difference. Twotours.com is actually giving you a quality product that's worth your money. Right. Right. So make sure you get that at the very least. Treat yourself to two tours. But I appreciate all of you that spend your hard-earned money. So I wanted to, you know, quickly thank all of you and make sure you have some, uh, blow yourself away with fun this holiday season, you know? Check out, uh, also check out Average Nobodies. And if you want to start a podcast of your own, check out Vaulted Podcasts. Yes. Matt from Rhode Island. I mean, I think he gets enough uh, pub on the Justin show now, but. Yeah, that's right. He's he's like. a big star. He's leaving us. He's leaving us. Yeah, for Justin. Um, but yeah, check out Vaulted Podcast as well. Now let's let's try to get through this one more time. That I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him and being blown away by his humor. Please, one moment. So, can you give me an example of another intro? Like, are you setting the? She's really setting the stage. When are you going up in the lineup? I took the bullet. You the first one? Yeah. Okay, now that's even more bizarre. Exactly. Where does she go from here? Exactly. <laughs> I shot myself in the temple with how much fun I was having. <laughs> she co- she comes up to me after we have this conversation about how I haven't done stand up since pre COVID, and she goes, "Do you want to take the bullet for me?" And I went, "I guess so. <laughs> like, sure, if that's how you want to start your show." <laughs> uh, I was having so much fun I put a gun in my mouth and called my father Here's your next comic <laughs> I, I did It was the first time in a long time too That I went up and just did all new stuff Oh well good Never, Except like the first line I said uh, I've said before but it was just a line Just to see kind of How they're doing sure. <laughs> Yeah get yeah, win them over You know blow them away with fun yeah, no, I grossed them out, I guess, because I got like a, uh, <laughs> which is just as good as a laugh. I, I want that to be uh, your bomb sound, by the way. Which is, uh. No, no, no. When you uh, throw something out here that I deem a bomb, mm-hmm. or just when you're, when we're on two different pages and you throw out some black Israelite bullshit. If you listen <laughs> back, it was on, it was on point. It was I'm on talking point. about a Christmas movie. The response I want on your soundboard is this guy. I was blown away with fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that I'm going to bring to the stage. He is local. He is fun. I remember meeting him and being blown away by his humor. Please, one moment. Even better, actually. Yeah. As I look at my notes. Put your hands together, everyone, for the gentleman who created the Blind Mike Project oh, and very good show, Chris Akone, everyone. And I got to say, also, what an honor. I know. <laughs> the room must have said, oh, I didn't realize we were among royalty. She remembers me so well, she had to read it. <laughs> the man who created, not just the Blind Mike Project, 
This is the guy that created very good show. Also, that's me. Did both those. That's me. Jesus Christ. No, it was. Uh, so that was better than the last time she brought me on stage. Yeah. The way she brought me on stage the last time I did stand up with her was she goes, this next guy is single and ready to mingle. Put your hands together for Craig Oconee. She got my name right. I went up. My whole first part was about being married with kids. <laughs> this guy cheats on his wife. It's Craig Oconee. <laughs> She, that was the one and only time she's ever fucked my name up. And I went, it's great. She said, I created the blind Mike project. She fucked my name up. She just <laughs> fucking did all this shit. That's like, it's kind of like when you find out like Adam McKay also did the big short. People are like, well, of course we all know he created the blind Mike project. Everybody knows that. He also does very good show. That's him. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was my fun night last night. <laughs> well, good for you. Congratulations. Yeah, my I got home. My uh, my wife wanted to watch the footage, and I said no because about three minutes of it was me trashing her mom. <laughs> like, oh, good. I'm like, ah, you probably don't want to see it. It's bad. It's real <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, it was too. You won't like it. I was so nice to you. I was. It was gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, we've had a lot of laughs here today, folks. Oh, yeah. I hope we, uh, you know, I hope we uh, uh, kicked off your holiday season well. Yeah, Craig of the Month. two tours, all right? Enough fucking around, gearheads. Show two tours, they better stick around this time. Wear your Craig of the Month shirt and order from two tours. Yes. That's what I always say. And then, uh, that's pretty much it. Listen, very good show this week. Yeah. Um, what's your plan for, do you have any big plan to blow? Cause, uh, you know, we mentioned the other day. Oh, and you know, go to patreon.com slash blind Mike. Go listen to the, I think, uh, Tuesday's episode was pretty funny as well. Yeah, definitely. I liked talking about not noticing that people were being racist to Alba. <laughs> <laughs> me just whistling through the streets of Houston. Just <laughs> made me think about start releasing more than one episode a week even. Hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see, folks. Sometimes it's rare, but sometimes we get in one of these conundrums when we're like, which one? Fuck. I liked, I actually liked both. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this happens once in a while because sometimes we'll be like, that episode kind of sucked. And then we'll go to the next <laughs> one. Like, we got to hit a home run on the next one. <laughs> yeah. So go to uh, patreon.com slash blind Mike and uh, check that out as well. What was I going to say? I was leading somewhere with that. That you love me and you appreciate me. And I was going to say thank you. Nope. Oh. I don't think so. I thought that was it. Oh, oh, uh, now I remember. <laughs> Actually, that reminded me. Uh, people have been critical of you on why you laugh. Do you have a big plan to blow people away tomorrow? Uh, what I would say is I got zero of that from the Patrice episode. <laughs> ah, that, that attaboy. <laughs> really working on his craft. I, I mean... <laughs> no one gave me shit this time. I figured smooth sailing. <laughs> well, because they're like, oh, Craig doesn't shut up, and I'm like, I know when I'm talking a lot, and that show is right. not the time I'm talking a lot. So, <laughs> right. Well, you'll be talking play. It's uh, just me and you. I'm trying to think. So we got Mitzi Shore, and then Lenny Bruce, and then it's going to be just me, you, and Matt for a few episodes. Yep. The Mitzi Shore with Anthony DeVito on one. The Mitzi Shore episode, which will be out Thursday, is very good. And then the Lenny Bruce one might be my favorite episode that we've done in general. Yeah. The Lenny Bruce one I think is great because we. Didn't know, like, I mean, I obviously knew who Lenny Bruce was and everything. Yeah. I didn't know 
almost anything about his life, like his actual life. I knew he was fascinating. Yeah, I knew he was like a crusader. He got arrested for performing and stuff, but the filling and the juices in between that stuff, I had no idea. Yeah, right. So uh, make sure you guys check those out. Um, You know, five-star reviews everywhere, whatever. As always, rock on. (laughs) I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always... Rock on.